Welcome to all those joining us for Likud Yavachas, Yoredea, Chelek Sheni, Hilches Nedarim, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Yud Tes. We dedicate the learning today, Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yitzchok, Rabbi Eliezer, whose your site is today, and also for a complete Rufur Shalema for all those that need it, including Saviva Chana Basgalia, Yenta Fradl Baspesel, Eliezer Ben Malkasara, Idis Basnayim Brindel, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, Gitagenendel Bas Sipoira, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomenissim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Sorigitl Bas Chanariva, Hindachasa Bas Chana, Miriam Esther Bas Sorigitl, David Lei Ben Shena, Borch Mordechai Ben Tali, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Avigail Brocha Bas Shiritvoyla, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Chaim Ben Rachel, Chaim Arya Ben Brocha, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Uvietzvi Ben Chaya Aliza, Sororochel Bas Yispehendel, Abigalon Bas Yispehendel, Yispehendel Bas Ketoleya, Yehuda Srochama Bas Chavarus, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Leya, Yehudu Kuraaye ben Bernice, Atore Esther Baskalia, Simcha bat Sara, Sara Basodl, Koiva bas Chava Perl, Yerachmiel Yisrael Doyev ben Frumet Nechama, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudis Gila, David Michal ben Frida, Besorich Shar Choyvi Yisrael. Zialkein Yaakov Avinu Kishoholach Lisa Isho Lahamid Tolders Boilam, and therefore Yaakov Avinu, when he left his parents' home to go marry a woman in order to establish children in the world, Lahashir Hashora Boilam Lanetzach, in order to leave behind an eternal heritage. Lahamid Mito Shlema to establish the complete bed, Shnei Moser Shifte the twelve tribes, Shemehim Yetsu Kol Yisroel Adorai Soilam, from which would come forth the entire Jewish nation for generations, Valyotam Nimshach Eoras Hadas Shoben Vitalmid, and it's through these twelve tribes that that the the light of Das of both levels, the son and the student, would be brought into the world, because these 12 tribes received the holy das of their forefathers. And all 12 tribes proclaimed loudly before Yaakov Avinu passed away that their pure faith in Hashem. They said, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echod. The Gemara says in Pesachim that when Yaakov Avinu wanted to reveal to them everything about the coming of Moshiach and the Shekhinah left him, so he started doubting, maybe they're not so good. Maybe I think they're Tzadikim, but they're not. And then all of them cried out, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echod. Ki Iker Hadas HaMevur Bahat Torah now. Because this is the real Das 
that Rabbeinus are speaking about in chapter 7 in the second half of Likudimran, to proclaim the, the existence of Hashem in the world. Bechinas, as the Pesach says, Ato ki Hashem hu You are the ones who were shown and made to understand, made to realize that Hashem is the King. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there, Ayin Sham in paragraph Dalid of chapter 7 in the second half of Likud Imran. Alkim, therefore, Yaakov Avinu Beis, Shaholach Liso Yisho, Ahamed Binyanzeh, when Yaakov Avinu went to get married, to establish this building of the 12 tribes, Oz Poga Bamokoim. Then he came upon the site, Ainu Bimkoim Beis Hamikdosh, the site where the Beis Hamikdosh would be established, Mekoim Koidesh Hakadoshim, the site of the Holy of Holies. Kemoshikosov, as it says clearly in the beginning of Parshas Vayetzei, Vayisga Bamokoim, he came upon the site, Vayomenshon, and he slept there, he spent the night. He lay down to sleep in that place. And that's when Yaakov Avinu achieved the understanding and the realization that it's in, at that site, at the place of the Beis that a person is to this level called Koil, everything, to be able to bind together the lower levels and the upper levels. As it says clearly in the Pesach there, that Yaakov Avinu dreamed, he saw a ladder that was positioned on the ground, and the top of the ladder reached all the way up to heaven, and he saw heavenly angels going up and coming down that ladder. Vayikatz Yaakov Mishnosoi, Yaakov Avinu woke up from his sleep, Vayira, and he was filled with fear, Vayoyma, and he proclaimed, he said, Ma noira hamokim hazer, how awesome is this place. Vezeh shar hashamayim, this is the gateway to heaven. But Nosenzal explains, call in there, if you study carefully these words in the Pasuk there, you see that this is exactly what Rabbi Nizal expresses over there in Likudimaran. Rabbi Nizal there is speaking about this bond between upper and lower. Rabbeinu Zalvir explains that every person has to establish children and students in order to shine the true das into the world and to bring together lower and upper. And Rabbeinu Zal says there in paragraph 12 in that chapter on the Kudimran that this, this is what it means. This is the entranceway to Shomayim. 
כי בחינה זויס, זויסים על ידי ארץ ישראל. Because for a person to achieve this item, to be able to bring das into the world, to, to, to reach the lower, lower levels and the upper levels, a person is also to this through Eretz Yisrael, Sheshom HaBeis HaMikdosh, that's where the Beis HaMikdosh is, Shekobol Miben V'Talmid, which is a combination of upper and lower, the son and the student. as Rabbeinazal shows over there from different psukim. And all of this is accomplished through us human beings down here on earth, who live in this physical, materialistic world, specifically, This is what the Pasuk is referring to over there when it says there's this ladder that's positioned on the ground and the top of the ladder reaches up to heaven. As is known, that this is what it's referring to, the lowest levels and the highest levels. This This ladder, the Mephorshim tell us, refers to a human being living in this physical world, that on one hand our feet are on the ground and our head can reach all the way up to heaven. Because it's, it's this physical man that has this mission of bonding together lower and upper. And to elevate everything from earth to heaven, from earthliness to heavenliness. From all the way down to all the way up. This is the main mission of man, as is known. Any questions, please? Good morning, Rav Nossi. Good morning. The, the idea of um, in fu- leaving future generations with, infused with das of, of, with, with das of Hashem, how, how do we see that from the actual dream? They're touching the upper and the lower through the lower part and the upper part of the, the ladder, I understand. But how is Ben Talmud revealed by the dream? We're going to see. He's still explaining this. That the entire next page is still going to be, just about, is going to be explaining the dream, and you'll see. Thank you, Rabbi Stay tuned. Sure. Anyone else, please? And this is what the Pusik means when it speaks about these heavenly angels going up and coming down. The call Hamalochim, the call Hanishamois, Shanikroim Gamke Malachilikim. What this is telling us is that all the angels and all of the souls, the Jewish souls, which are also referred to as heavenly angels. We find in a few places in the Torah that Sadikim are referred to as Malachim. As it says in a Pasuk in Tehillim, Baruchu Hashem Malachov. Praise Hashem, bless Hashem, 
you angels. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Elaine Inon Sadikaya, this refers to Tzadikim. The Chulam, Kol Ho'aliyos Vahayurido Shalahem, Kulam Beresh HaSulam Hazeret, Sh'oimed Ba'oretz, Varoy Sh'oimagia Shamaima. And all of these, all of their ups and downs are all via this ladder, which is positioned on the ground, and the top of it reaches up to heaven. Meaning, all of this is accomplished through that madrega called coil that Rabbeinazal refers to over there in Likudimran. Which refers to that attachment of upper and lower. That their entire ability to rise up and go down is dependent on how well we're able to complete this ladder, Shehu Bechinas Koil, this ladder, which is this Koil, which is this uniting of upper and lower. Isulam Hu Bechinas Koil, Shemekasher Elyonim Vetachtoinim, because the ladder represents this Koil, Koil with a Chaf, which means this everything, which unites upper and lower. Because it's via this ladder that we rise up from below all the way above. And as we explained earlier, this is what defines the perfection and the completion of a tzaddik. A tzaddik is only considered complete and whole if he's able to reach the lower ones and the higher ones. And he's able to show the people on a low level that they're very close to Hashem and that Hashem is very close to them. And he's able to show the people on a very high level that they still have a long, long way to go. And that's why we understand why Yaakov Avinu said about this, this is the gateway to heaven. Referring to the site of the Holy of Holies, that's where this union really takes place on the highest level. And this is the real perfection that a Jew is Zoycha to an Eretz Yisrael. Sheshom Kedusha Sabesamikdash, which is where you have the Besamikdash. This perfection of being able to unite the bottom of the bottom with the top of the top. The Alkane Yaakov Kishapoga Bamokimahu, and therefore Yaakov Avinu, when he arrived at that place, Shochav Shom Rishon, he lay down to go to sleep. Vaomu Rabbi Senuzal, and the Medrash tells us, Sheshom Shochav Rishon. There, Yaakov Avinu lay down to sleep. Avla Arba Estreshona Sheshimesh Bavesheva, Loy Shochav. Whereas the 14 years before that, when Yaakov Avinu was in the yeshiva of Shem Ve'eber, there he did not sleep at night. 
but rather he was Isaac in Torah all night. Now Rav says, However, this seems to be very strange. Because although when Yaakov Arinu first arrived at that site, he didn't realize that that was the site of the Beis HaMikdosh. As it says over there, after he woke up from his dream, he said, Now I see that this place is so awesome, I had no idea, I didn't know. But although he didn't know at first, despite that, why did it come out like this from Hashem that 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 Hashem should work things out that Yaakov should go to sleep at such an incredible holy site. Especially if you're telling us that for 14 years preceding that, he stayed up all night, he did not go to sleep. Then how much more so he should have stayed awake that night when he had arrived at this awesome place. However, based on chapter 7 in the second half of Likud Imran, which this entire halacha is based on, we can understand beautifully what's going on here. Because it's specifically at that holiest site that Yaakov Avinu had to specifically sleep. The soid bahoyo rabbi Eliezer yoshein hanemar bahatoyranal ayin sham heitev. Because if you look at that chapter in the Kudaman, Rabbi Nezalbeer quotes the story in the Gemara where it tells us that Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua were riding on a ship. And Rabbi Eliezer was sleeping and Rabbi Yeshua was awake. And, and then Rabbi Yeshua saw something and he woke up Rabbi Eliezer. And Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likud Imran, Ki hasheno hibechinas hasodas habein. That in this context, sleep represents the higher level, the level of understanding of Hashem that the sun has, S-O-N. Dehi hasogas horav, which is the level of understanding of the rabbi, bechinas Moshe, like Moshe Rabbeinu, shehu bechinas ayin loiroaso, which when the Torah describes Olam Haba, the future world, it says, no eye has ever seen it. No eye has ever seen the likes of you, Hashem. That which Hashem is going to do for those who wait for him. And Rabbi Nezal shows there in the Kudaman that the first letters of that Pasuk, Ayin Loi Raso Elikim Zulasecho Yase, spell the word Eliezer, that Eliezer represents Olam Haba. He represents that which the eye has not seen, meaning the concept of the closed eyes, 
sleep. When a person is sleeping, their eyes are closed. We know that Rabbi Nezal says in a different chapter in Likud Iman, I believe it might be in chapter 5 in Likud Iman, in the, in the beginning, Rabbi Nezal describes there the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and Yeshaya Hanavi. Moshe Rabbeinu was on a much higher level. By him, it says, Ki lo yirani that when Moshe Rabbeinu said to Hashem, I want to see you, Hashem said, no human being can see me and live. And therefore, Hashem went on to say, I'm going to put you in a rock, and I'm going to pass by there, and you're going to see my back. You're not going to see my face. So the, the terminology that's used regarding Moshe Rabbeinu is, cannot see, ki lo yirani. By Yeshaya Hanavi, it says, Vo'ere es Hashem, I saw Hashem. And Rabbeinu Zal explains that Moshe Rabbeinu's not seeing was a much, much, much higher level than Yeshaya Hanavi's seeing. And this is what we're, we're learning about now here, that when it says that, that Yaakov Avinu slept there, it's referring to this level of ayin It's referring to this madrega called kiloyirani, which is the, the higher madrega. Continue. As Rabbi Nizal tells us, the peak of knowledge is realizing that we don't know. And again, don't know is this concept of closed eyes, sleep. It's by the tzaddik achieving this highest level of that's how the tzaddik achieves this madrig of koil. This bond between upper and lower. By the tzaddik removing putting aside his das completely by the tzaddik going into a mode of beetle, nullifying himself completely, negating himself, closing his eyes. That's super dveikus. What do you see? That's why Yaakov Avinu had to sleep there. Because it's specifically through sleep, by closing one's eyes, by putting aside one's seichel, that a person is to that highest level, that awesome holiness that's found at that site, which is the place of the Beis HaMikdosh, the main holiness that a person achieves there is this madrig of coil, this concept, this hiskashrus, which is dependent on, on this concept of sleep, a person putting aside his regular dance completely. The epitome of das is when a person knows that they don't know. 
And this is why the Pesach continues and says that Yaakov Avinu was filled with fear and he, he proclaimed, How awesome is this sight? Because the sight of the Beis HaMikdash is the main center of Yira. As we find by Avram Avinu, when Avram Avinu went to, to the Akedah, and afterwards it says that he referred to that place as Yira, that Hashem was, was revealed himself to him on this mountain. Because if you take a look at that chapter on the Putaman Torah Zion over there, that this halach is based on, Rabbi Nassau explains there that it's all about Yira Degdusha. Because Rabbi Nassau shows there that it's impossible for the tzaddik or a person to shine das into these two levels, the level of Ben and Talmud, without Yira. There must be Yira. As Rabbi Nizal elaborates there in paragraph five, the whole Iker Haheora the Ben the Talmud, Hakoil Lahoviom Layira, and the whole concept of shining das into the Ben and the Talmud is to bring them to this level of Yira. As we find, if you take a look in, in when we read Parsha's Yisroi, last week's Parsha, when it speaks about Hashem giving the Torah on Har Sinai, giving the Aserah on Har Sinai, it says, you know why Hashem did all of this? Leman Nasoi says, in order to elevate you, and so that you'll have fear of Hashem in your faces so that you won't sin. This is the Tachlis of Das. The Tachlis of Das is real Yerashamayim. Because as Rabbi Nassau explains over there in Likudaman, we have to combine and unite the worlds. We have to unite the Ben with the Talmud and the Talmud with the Ben. Elyon betachlin, betachlin beelyon. We have to shine some of the upper into the lower and some of the lower into the upper. Hakol bishvil hayira. And the tachlis of all of this is to achieve yira. V'chein hamalchus shemekabel hapanosa mishom and so too, as Rabbi Nizal goes on later on in that chapter in Likudimam, to speak about the Malchus, which is the source of Pan, which receives Parnosa from this high place, Rabbi Nizal says that Malchus is also the, the source of Yira. As Rabbi Nizal expounds on this in paragraph 13 over there, we speak about Ilmole Moiro'o Shal Malchus, the fear of Malchus. The alkane shown the base hamikdash shekolu mikol hanal, and therefore it's over there in the place of the base hamikdash, which is a composite of all of this. Alkane shown mekoyim hayira. That's why the Torah tells us that is the center of yira. 
Yalkin, Yaakov, Kishahisik, Sheshom, Kvolius, Hakdusha, Shehukdushas Hadas. And therefore, Yaakov Avinu, when he came to the realization that that's the place where all Kedusha comes together, which is the Kedusha of Das, which is Legalois Elokusoi Ba'olam, to reveal and broadcast awareness of Hashem in the world. Lekasher Elyonim V'tachtoyim Yachat, to bring together upper and lower, Alkein Hitzik Tekev Goidel Oitzim Hayira Sheyesham. Therefore, the Torah tells us that what did Yaakov Avinu experience over there? He experienced incredible Yira. As it says clearly, Vayira, he was filled with fear, Vayoyma, and he proclaimed, Ma Noira, how awesome is this sight. Because all of the tikkunim that Rabbeinazal speaks about in that chapter in Putaman about the das and the higher level das and the lower level das is all included in Yira. As it says in a posik, a famous posik in the Torah, more Hashem Meimoch. What is Hashem asking of you? The only thing Hashem is asking of you is Kiim Liyira, to fear Him, to respect Him. As Rabbeinu Zal quotes that pasuk over there in Likud Yimran regarding regarding this Ayin Shom, that that's the definition of this more more is what what this more which is this highest level of das that the highest level of das is this year of kedusha. I hope this answers the question that was asked before. Where do we see that this is talked, this ladder and everything is talking about Das? It's by, based on what Yaakov Avinu says afterwards when he expresses the incredible Yira that he experienced there. This Yira that came, that comes from this high level Das, this, this level of Das, this Tachlis Hayadiyah Shaloi Neda. Yes, thank you, Rabbi Nelson, there's an, another question in the chat. Let me is hear, Eretz, yes. Is Eretz Israel even now, without the base of Mikdash, conducive to connecting the upper and lower levels? The answer is yes, not as well as when we had the base of Mikdash. When we had the base of Mikdash, then we were able to see this much more clearly and experience it much, much stronger. But Eretz Yisrael still retains a lot of its Kedusha. And this is why, again, the vast majority of rabbis say that a Jew is not allowed to go on to the Har Habayis because the Har Habayis still has that holiness, some of that holiness. And we we are all considered Tomei Meis, potentially Tomei. Therefore, we're not allowed to go on that incredible high holy site. And when a Jew goes to the Koisel Maravi, which today is just about the closest that we can get to it, a Jew can experience all of this over there, especially, and also throughout Eretz Yisrael. There's a pasuk that says Eretz Yoro. Rabbi Nezal quotes that pasuk, I believe, in Torah Tesvav, and we could him on Eretz Yorah. 
that again, Eretz Yisrael is this year of Kedusha. Okay, paragraph Chof. And now we can understand also in greater depth the concept of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which are referred to as Yomim Noiroim, days of awesome days. That's when we draw upon ourselves a very high level of Yira. And our entire focus on those holidays is to draw this Yira upon ourselves. As we say in Shemayin Esrei, Pleading, using three different expressions of fear, pleading with Hashem to place His fear upon everything. Because we must try to draw upon ourselves this this level of light, the light of the sun and the light of the student, to broadcast recognition of Hashem to the world, of which the main, main aspect of it is this Yira. Because on Rosh Hashanah is when we're starting to draw a major awakening of tshuva into the world. Because it's day one of the set of ten days of tshuva. And we're trying through these ten days of tshuva, we're trying to achieve the forgiveness the atom, the slachna, which we're going to recite on Yom Kippur, al chet hamaraglim, which refers especially to the sin of the maraglim, shegormu chutn beisamikdash, who caused the destruction of the beisamikdash, which took place on the day that they gave their report on Tishabov, shebozet fluim kol hachatoim, to which is related all sins. Because it's impossible for us to achieve the forgiveness that we're trying to achieve through that slachna without the tshuva, which the true tzadikim show us how to perform. Because the Gemara makes it clear in Yuma, page 85, that Yom Kippur only forgives for those people who do tshuva on Yom Kippur. And this is why it's so important to travel to Tzadikim for Rosh Hashanah. Because the main accomplishment of tshuva is brought about through the true tzaddikim. Or to receive from their rabbis 
this light of Ben and Talmud, these are the tzaddikim that know how to get Jews out of sin. To have real rachmanus on the Jewish people. And the greatest rachmanus that you can have on a Jew, Rabbi Nezal explains over there in the beginning of that chapter on Likud Imran, is to get the Jew out of sin. Because the Gemara makes it clear that all death and suffering is the result of sins. And the main time when this is all initiated is on Rosh Hashanah, Shehu HaHashcholah, which is the beginning. Rishon LaAseres Yimei Tshuva. It's the beginning of these ten days of Tshuva. Kikol HaHashcholahis Koshois, because the Mechilta tells us that all beginnings are difficult. We know that they talk about this in physics, that when you want to change the status when something is standing still it's in a state of inertia and you want to get it to start moving you need major energy to make that change once it's moving already to keep it in motion takes less energy so the beginning whenever there's a beginning it takes major major energy and, and the beginning is on rosh hashanah and in order to generate this major energy, we have to go to the tzaddikim, the tzaddikim amitiyim. We'll just do the next two paragraphs, and then we'll take questions. V'zeh b'chinas hashena, v'hisoyorus hashena, b'roshishana. And this is tied into what the Arizal and the Zoyar Kodesh speak about, a certain sleep and waking up from sleep, that takes place on Rosh Hashanah, which Rav Nassau mentioned earlier in paragraph Yudalif, paragraph 11, Kamuva B'Kavonas, as is explained in the Kavonas of the Arizal, the Shara Kavonas, and in the pre Chaim. The Arizal says there that just like when Hashem first created man, in order to create Chava, Hashem had to impose a sleep on Odomarishayim, a Tardema, and then, during that sleep, Hashem severed, separated Chava from Adam and, and allowed them to be able to turn around, to become face-to-face, to be able to be united. So, too, the Sifrei Kabbal explained that every year on Rosh Hashanah, which is the, the birth date of Adam and Chava, on Rosh Hashanah, there is this sleep that Hashem imposes on Zerampin in order to sever the Malchus, the Shechina from Zerampin, because they're in a state of back-to-back and originally, and in order for them to be able to turn around and become face-to-face. Yarizal speaks about this at length, and Rav Nosanzal speaks about this in a number of different places throughout Likud Yalachot. <clears throat> Because the tzaddik lowers himself to this concept of sleep, and sleep usually means putting aside your das completely, shutting down the das. The tzaddik nullifies himself completely, completely, in order to be able to lower himself 
to all the lowest levels, Lekasha Kulam Lashem to be able to attach all the Neshamas that are on this low, those lowest levels to Hashem. And by the Tzadik going into this sleep, this Mo, which is referred to as Mo, what? As it says in the story of the Gemara that Rebbe was sleeping, through this that Tzadik is afterwards to wake up from sleep, meaning to wake up and inspire and awaken those who are lying in the dirt. As the Pesach says, wake up and sing, you who are lying in the dirt. And before the word Hokitsu, it says, Yekumun, Yekumun, Hokitsu, Varanenu, Shoichneofar, and Rabbi Nezal shows there on Likudeman that the first letters of Yekumun Hakitsu Varanenu Shoshmeyafar spell the word Yehoshua. Yehoshua, who is the student, who represents those who are on a very low level, to awaken them. Shezeo Bechinas Hashoifar. That's what the mitzvah of Shoifar is all about on Rosh Hashanah. Shehu Bechinas His Oyrus Hashena, waking up from sleep. Bechinas, as the Pesach says, Uru Wake up, you who are sleeping, wake up from your deep sleep. Because the Torah tells us very clearly that the Shoifar gathers in all those who, who are distant, all those who feel rejected, far away. As it says in Yeshai Hanavi, chapter 27, It will be on that great day in the future when Hashem will blow the great, the, the great shoifer will be blown. And all of those who are lost, and all of those who are rejected, all of them will be gathered in. And they will all bow to Hashem on the holy mountain by the Beis Hamikdash. What this tells us is that the Shoifer wakes people up from sleep. All the people who are fallen, all the people who are in a very who have fallen down. <coughs> Even those people who are lying, wherever they're lying, in these lowest places, as the Pasuk refers to those lost souls, those that are rejected. The shofar awakens them all up and arouses them. And injects, infuses them with das and moichin. And it informs all of them that Hashem is still with them. Because Hashem's kavod fills the entire world, including Oretz, the lowest places. And infuses them with inspiration for tshuva. 
Galkane, Neufel, Europe, the Doiwa, Avidea, Shoifar. And this explains why the Torah tells us that the Shoifar imposes major Europe upon people. The Mashikosov, as it says in the Navi Amois, chapter 3, Hayitoka, Shoifar, Boir, Vaam, Loyacharadu, can a Shoifar be blown in a city and the people will not tremble? Because the main tikkun is this yira, as Rabbi Nezal shows over there throughout that chapter on Likud That's the main focus. Now remember that there are two levels of yira. There's yira so'inish, which is fear of punishment, which the Zohar Kodesh explains is lower than ava. Then there's ava, love of Hashem, and then there's Yiras Horonimus. There's a fear, a respect that comes from rec- recognizing how awesome Hashem is. And it seems over here we're talking especially about that second Yira, which represents the epitome of Das. When a person is up to such a level of recognition of Hashem that they're filled with its awe, this Yiras Horonimus. Any questions, please? Good evening, Rav Nassan. Question for mm-hmm. you. Um, can the Rav please un, uh, explain? We spoke about Rosh Hashanah, we spoke about Slichos. If Yom Rishon is of uh, Aseris Bechuva, is Rosh Hashanah, then why do I need to make an extra tefillah called Slichos before Rosh Hashanah? Because if I'm going to make Chuva during Aseris Bechuva, then why do I? Why do we need to get up early and do slichos? Like, what's? Can the Rav explain that? The thought that comes to my mind is baking a uh, baking a cake. <clears throat> a person's baking a cake. When do they really start baking the cake? When they put it into the oven. When they take that whole thing that they prepared and put it into the oven. That's when you're really baking the cake. But before you can put that cake into the oven, you have to first go buy the ingredients. And you have to know how to put the ingredients together in a certain way and mix them in a certain way and prepare this whole thing. Prepare it. And then it's really prepared. Then you put it into the oven. And then it has to be in the oven for an hour and go through that bait. And then it comes out a ready-made cake. Here also, there's a certain nuclear process that's taking place from Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur. And, and the, main, the, the main initiation of it is Rosh Hashanah. However, there's a pre and a, a pre-game and a pre-game. There has to be the, the, the era of Rosh Hashanah, and there has to be the, the Slichos, which by Ashkenazim begins from the Moitzoi Shabbos before, and by the Sardim it begins from Rosh Chodesh Elul. There has to be that whole month of El, 40 days of tshuva, which begins from Rosh Chodesh El, going through Yom Kippur. And these are all steps and steps leading up, just like we just explained, that you can't get to this Yira Sarinamus, that first you need Yira Sarinish, which leads to Avas Hashem, which leads to Yira Sarinish. Just like when we speak about this, the Midas of Hashem, you have to start from Malchus, you have to start from Emuna and work your way up the ladder slowly, slowly to, to Yesoi, to Netza, you know, climbing a whole, whole process. And
every step is important. Thank you, Russ. Sure. Could Nelson please explain how not sleeping on the first day of Rosh Hashanah ties into this, please? The, the, the answer is yes. That, that this is all the, 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 this process of knowing when to turn a switch on, when to turn a switch off. That, that the Gemara makes a statement that a person who sleeps during the day of Rosh Hashanah, that their mazel will sleep throughout the entire year, because again, during the day of Rosh Hashanah, we, we, we blow the shofar. That's a time to stay up. That's the time for waking up. On the night of Rosh Hashanah, persons allowed to go to sleep. You know, we, we go to sleep at night, but during the day of Rosh, that's this that represents this imposition of this sleep, and the, the day of Rosh Hashanah represents the waking up from the sleep. So that's a time that a person has to stay awake. Just like every single day begins with a night first and then a day. First you need the beetle, and then you first you need to close your eyes, and then you know, and then then it's revealed. Thank you. And then you get to a higher level, the next level of closing the eyes, which is the tachlis hayadia asher loyneda. You understand? The first closing of the eyes is I don't know. Period. I, the realization that I don't know anything. Then a person learns a lot, a lot, a lot. And then they get to a level where they realize that they, they realize on a much, much higher level that they don't know anything. And this is the concept of what Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, that a person can, you cannot see me. Moshe Rabbeinu's not seeing was a much, much higher level than Yeshaya Hanavi's Vo'eres Hashem. Thank you, Amnasa. Amnasa, there's another Let's, question. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. Can Rav please explain a bit more why Yira is so important for connecting the upper and lower levels? The answer is for this, we have to look into that chapter on Likudim Maran. Just a minute, let me see. It's, it's, uh, it's quite elaborate, but in other words, Rabbein Azal quoted the Pasuk earlier, so he revealed us that Hashem rules the world. We always talk about the Malchus, the Malchus of Hashem in this world, that the divine presence of Hashem in this world is really the Malchus of Hashem. That's what's really being, being revealed most in the world. Rabbi Nezal shows in the beginning of chapter 54 in Likud Imran that the upper levels of Hashem are not really revealed so much in this world. This world, it's the seat of Hashem, the, Lord, the Malchus of Hashem which again is represented by this yira, is referred to as El Mole Moiro Shal Malchus. Rabbi Nisal speaks about 
as establishing students, let's say, in the world. He says, when two people speak about Yira Shamayim, they speak about respect for Hashem, fear of Hashem. Yeah. We know we have the Hashem, that the top of Chachma is Yiras Hashem. There are many, many psukim that, that emphasize and stress this point. And throughout that chapter, we could come on just a moment. Let's see further. Yeah. In paragraph five, Rabbi Nezal begins there, Omnami, a person who wants to speak to his friend about Yerashamayim, has to have Yerashamayim. In order for a person's words to be heard by another person, he has to have this Yira. The Gemara says, Call me Sheyeshboy Yerashamayim, Dvorov Nishmoim. That a person who has Yerashamayim, that person's words are listened to. People can hear their words, number one. And number two, their words leave an indelible impression in people. They don't forget those words easily. Yeah. Over there in paragraph five, Rabbeinus elaborates on this, that, that sometimes a person speaks to somebody, and right after they finish talking, the person forgets what the person told them completely. It's only when there's the Gemara says a person whose yiras hate precedes his chachma, that person's chachma is miskayim. So if you look throughout that chapter on the Kudaman, Rabbeinazal weaves and he explains in many different ways and forms how how yira is the critical critical glue here, and and yira is the the, the main objective that we're trying to achieve. And remember, we've, in, in Akedas Yitzchak, it says over there that after the whole Akedah, which was the 10th test that Avram Avinu went through, it says he, he called that place Yira, Ki Bahar Hashem Yeroen. He referred to that place as Yira. So it seems to show that that's really the tachlis and the, the ultimate of this das that we're referring to over here. Let's just finish the paragraph. I know it's a little bit late. I hope it'll take an... Uh, uh, you know what? We can leave it over here. I don't want to rush through it. There's a, a little bit more. We'll hold it over here for now. We're up to the words, Thank you very Sure. Wishing everybody a wonderful week. I apologize that I'm not talking as loud as usual. I'm in my my parents' house and I'm in the kitchen where my father is sleeping upstairs. I don't want to make noise. That's why we don't have the internet here. We couldn't broadcast video and I wasn't able to speak as loud as usual. But I hope I hope we were able to broadcast, come across. Wishing everybody Rufus and Yeshuas and Simchas and Besuas Toivos. Good news, Mr. Shem. Oh, thank you so much. Amen. The Sir Shah Holy together with all those that need resource and Yeshua's. All the best. All the best.